When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome back to another episode of Crew Talk. I'm your host, Matt Aho with Hershey Winkleman. Back again, there's a... The Brewers, since their last podcast, they've kind of gotten a little hot. Winners of seven of their last ten. They swept the Pirates, beat the Guardians. Now they're in New York against the Mets. And, you know, they're right in the thick of it in the Central. Pitching, you know, they've got guys stepping up. Colin Ray, he had a great start last night against the Mets. But I think the first thing that I want to – kind of touch on is Christian Yelich. I think he's he's kind of had a little bit of a resurgence in this month month of June. He's batting 322 on base percentage 416 OPS 922. He's been a top 10 hitter in, in the major leagues this year. He's leading the Brewers in pretty much every batting category. And you know he's always got a lot of flack last couple of years ever since the injury, but he's really kind of stepped up and and led the Brewers Brewers charge offensively this this month of June. Yeah, you know, with Yalich, I think, you know, you touched on a lot of it. Um one thing I I've been noticing just just personally watching the games is that a lot of the time he'll actually start the game off with a base hit uh just cuz he's the leadoff hitter and I think that's a, you know it's it's good for the team just to you know see that first guy get on base. Um yeah, you know, I definitely think he, you know, he has been criticized pretty heavily since, you know, his M- two MVP seasons. Uh, but I think a lot of that was because of his, you know, injury to his knee. Um, I think a lot of that 
kind of affected his swing and he wasn't able to, you know, get the same power behind the behind the ball that he did previously. But, you know, I like that Council put him in the leadoff spot. Uh, he gets more at-bats. He's able to, you know, score, got people behind him that can bring him in. Um, yeah, you know, I think Yelich – uh, having his resurgence, having that little comeback this at this point in the season, super helpful. It's very promising, and I'm 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 definitely happy to see it for sure. Yeah, you kind of mentioned that his ability to hit the ball hard. He's currently he's tenth in hard hit percentage in the major leagues, and you know he's kind of he's top fifteen in I think it's in barrel percentage. So he's yeah, I think that's something a big difference that we've seen this year is that he's you know we saw last year when he got onto the the lead-up position, he he was getting those hits kind of, like you said, producing early early in the game, early in the lineup. But now he's kind of um, doing a better job of squaring up on the ball, really getting some uh, – that hard hit percentage up. He's becoming a really effective player at the top of the lineup for them. So, yeah, that's good. Yeah, definitely. And, I mean, I think we left off last time uh, – right before that uh, pirate series uh we got a huge sweep uh scoring five runs in each of the three games what what were your thoughts kind of on how big that series was especially after coming off of you know that that losing streak that we were on um wh- what are your thoughts on kind of that pirate series and then maybe go into that go into that diamondback series a little bit yeah it was huge obviously they were they were struggling they just you know, got swept by the A's, what little two game sweep of the twins. And, you know, I think there was a lot of, uh, you know, there was a lot of panic obviously in, in the Brewers, uh, in the Brewers camp, at least for the fans. So come home in Milwaukee. That's a, you always want to win your home games and to sweep a division rival like that. It was great, especially with the way the Reds have been playing, you know, they were on that 12 game uh, winning streak. So they come in, sweep a division rival and then, you know, the Diamondbacks, that one, you know, the Diamondbacks, they're good, right? We, I think uh, that was kind of eye-opening for me, maybe just because they're on the West Coast. I don't really pay a ton of attention to them, but, God, those, that team, they, they're they deep and they can hit, and I think that was, you know, if the Brewers want to be serious about not only making the playoffs, but doing something in the playoffs, that's a team that you're going to have to face, and it kind of shows that, they still have ways to go, I think, in terms of up in their their quality of play and kind of what the top of the league looks like. They're just they're just not there. Definitely, and you know, I think the Diamondbacks are for sure an interesting team because, at least when I was looking at their lineup, they don't really have any players that are necessarily being paid like superstars, especially on offense. Yet they're still able to you know get get their runs across, especially in that series against us. I mean, they scored nine in the first one and then they lost the second one against us, but they still uh, put up five. And then obviously we won five to one in that last one against uh, their, their, uh, or no, they won, they won five to one uh, with Gallon on the mound. Uh, a lot of people are talking about Gallon. It's a possible Cy Young candidate for the Diamondbacks. Um, but I think their main guy right now, at least on offense is Corbin Carroll. Uh, I know he's really young. Uh, he was a prospect coming into the season, but he really looks like he could be a problem for the National League as a whole. And so I think this is the way the Diamondbacks are having their success is I think part of the uh, like the way that the Brewers have to have their success 
just because the Diamondbacks aren't really a team that normally is like a superstar attraction. Um, they kind of have to like home grow like their their success, and they, that's what they've done. I think it's you know I think it's really interesting to see, um, especially when you have all these other teams like the Mets, like the Padres, like the Dodgers, like the you know the Phillies spending all this money on like two hundred three hundred million dollar contracts for these players, and you know the Diamondbacks are better than all of them, um, at the top of the NL West with, you know, a, a, a basically a rookie as their best player on offense. So I just thought that was super interesting to watch. And, yeah, I mean, you don't really see much of the Diamondbacks. You don't hear much about them. So I thought it was super interesting to, like, how, see how their team works. Yeah, for sure. And it's something that I think Brewers fans can see and be like, oh, you know, perhaps, you know, I don't get some young guys that can kind of develop their own. And it, it is a sign of hope, I think, for Brewers fans that, there's a way that teams there. You don't have to be the Dodgers and have an all-star lineup, or you know the Yankees spend a ton of money or stuff like that. You can kind of have that homegrown talent, and they have homegrown talent, right? Like that. You look at the lineup, and there's so many of those young guys. And Joey Weimer, he's having, he's really kind of coming to his own, like we've talked about, and a lot of those guys, you know, looking forward. Even Garrett Mitchell, he's out, he's out for the year with that injury, but. He's someone that down the line in years to come, he's a guy that could be a real force at a young age in that lineup. So, yeah, I think it's really it is encouraging to see a team like the Diamondbacks have the kind of success that they've had so far over teams like the Dodgers, who, you know, the Brewers will never be like the Dodgers, but they could be like the Diamondbacks. No, yeah, definitely 100%. I just think, you know, I mean, looking forward, even you brought up Garrett Mitchell. I mean, I'm going to bring up a guy like Jackson Churio, who honestly, if he gets his chance in the major league, could be a guy like like a Corbin Carroll who comes in and, you know, is electric right away. He's got the speed. He, he got the contact, a little bit of power. You know, I definitely think he could be an impact guy right away. Uh, kind of like how we've seen with Terang and Weimer and even Mitchell last year, like right when he was brought up. I remember I was at a game last year. He had his first home run. It was a walk-off home run. So I, I just thought that was an awesome moment. Um, and, yeah, you know, I think the future is super bright for the Brewers. I think, you know, we have a lot of young young depth and assets. I think our farm system is pretty solid. And, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely excited about the future. I definitely think that, you know, the Brewers have have a direction they can go. I think it's just their their pitching rotation is a, is a little far ahead of – the hitting i would i would argue yeah definitely i think uh well it's interesting this year pitching wise i saw something uh you know a comment it's a lot of guys that you would not anticipate being major contributors being major contributors julio tehran great example he's since he's come to, I mean, he wasn't even in the roster, right, at opening day, and he's come in and he's only been productive. He's He's got 1.53 ERA right now. Um, you know, but then you look at his win-loss, win-loss though, he's 2-2 two and two in the year. He comes in and pitches great, gives the team a great chance to win, and the Brewers just can't get the job done. So I feel like there's a lot of times where the pitching sets the Brewers up for a lot of success, and they just, they just can't get it done. I mean, Last night against the Mets, Colin Ray had a great start, right? 
And the Brewers, they had 11. They're 0 for 11 with guys in, running, guys in scoring position. They had six, six times, six of the nine innings, they had guys on second or third. And the only runs that they got were from a Joey Weimer home run and no one was in scoring position. So, you know, they struggle heavily with guys in scoring position. But, yeah, like you said, the pitching, it's, it's been giving them a chance to win ball games, And, you know, it's kind of – they win some, but then there's a lot of times where they'll give them that chance to win and they just, they just can't do anything with it. Definitely. I mean, you mentioned like the unsung heroes of the pitching rotation. I mean, we haven't had Woodruff for basically the whole year except for his one start. I mean, Lauer has been in and out. Peralta and Burns have been pretty consistent uh, ever since Burns, you know, his little injury thing at the beginning of the year. But, you know, Wade Miley, I mean, who who would have thought a, a 36, 37-year-old veteran pitcher who's, you know, has made his rounds around the league. I mean, he's he's sitting here at five and two, be, uh, being super productive. I mean, he he's really looked like he's you know still got what he kind of used to have, and he's definitely been a surprise to me at least. I did not expect him to be anything like how good he is this year, and I think that's definitely like a a diamond in the rough find for the Brewers for sure. Yeah, absolutely, and you know those guys are veterans. Talk about Wade Miley, he's. He's not young, and Julio Tehran, he's he's a guy that's been around the league. So I think having those guys, they're just that veteran, just consistent presence in a, in a season so far that's been very up and down, guys coming in, guys coming out, a lot of inconsistencies in the rotation. Having guys now, great. Of course, Wade, Wade Miley had that injury problem, so he was out for a bit, but still that presence of just kind of like, you know, we're here. One game at a time, it's a long season. I think that definitely helps that young group. Definitely. Um, You know, we saw Miley pitch during that Guardian series. We also saw, you know, Freddie Peralta take the mound. Uh, Devin Williams got a win. What are, what what were your kind of thoughts on on that series? I know a lot of people were talking about how, how even Cleveland and Milwaukee was. Uh, both came into it around 500. Uh, the Brewers were able to sneak out a two to one series victory, but what what were your thoughts on on that one? You know, I think the biggest takeaway for me in that series was seeing Willie Adams kind of get a swing back. You know, he that first game homered twice, drove in five runs in the win. He's a guy that they he's kind of was in a in a bit of a slump, kind of coming into that series, and he kind of got a swing back, and he's a guy that he. You know, if he can build confidence off that good series that he had against the, the Guardians, I think that would be very important for them going forward. So that's, for me, the biggest takeaway was that, you know, Willie got in, got his swing back, and he's showing signs that he could improve. Obviously, he's still, I mean, he's batting 206 right now. But, you know, he's a guy's 12 home runs, though. If he can have that power kind of in that middle of the lineup where the Brewers have really been struggling, that will be vital for them. And, yeah, you know, it's – they scored runs, and that's the interesting thing about the Brewers is that once they score four runs, they're pretty much unbeatable, which really is it should not be a very high bar to hit. But seeing guys like Adamas, you know, produce well, Owen Miller in his homecoming, he played well. So that was kind of my takeaway was the production that we saw from the lineup. 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, you touched on Adamas. I think, you know, he definitely has to work on getting that batting average up. I don't think a player of his caliber should be hitting anywhere near 200. I think he should be more towards the 260, 270 range, personally. Uh, so that's where I'd like to see him. But I know he does have a pretty high strikeout rate. He swings a lot. Um, you know, he's kind of like a Carlos Gomez mold where he'll just like kind of swing for the fences and hope it goes. But, you know, I'm really I am I am definitely happy about uh him picking it back up, kind of like Yelich, you know, they're they're finding the ball, squaring it up hard. Um, and yeah, you know, I one thing I like to I like to see is the Brewers winning in extra innings. Um, you know, it's always tough, especially with that uh man on second base rule to you know, hold hold a lead, especially going into the uh, extra inning period. And they were able to pull it off. Um, so I just think, you know, that that's definitely promising too, being able to win these close games, uh, five to four against the against the Guardians. And then, you know, we win two one against the Mets off like like you said, a, an amazing performance from Colin Rea. Um so yeah, you know, I I definitely I definitely like seeing the Brewers, you know, be able to sneak out those those close game victories, um, and having that experience, you know, down the stretch, especially for all these young guys and some young pitchers as well, you know, being able to you know go deep in these games, go into extras, and get these wins, I think I think that's definitely good for the team going forward. Yep, absolutely. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. So we've we've looked back now. Let's look ahead. They got three more against the Mets, and then three against the Pirates to finish off this long road trip. It's I think this is a great opportunity for them. The Mets are they're struggling. They're they're really having a tough go of it this year. Great opportunity. Four games against them before going into another. Pivotal series against the Pirates, and really they started a huge, huge stretch against NL Central opponents. But what do you think about the the rest of this Mets series? Yeah, you know, I mean, we I think we've touched on it, you know, enough. But Colin Rea in that first game, uh, only allowing one run, I think, was pretty incredible, uh, especially against a guy like Justin Verlander, who you know is is a Cy Young candidate almost every year. He's one of the best pitchers ever, so. Uh, getting a win there is, is is fantastic. I definitely agree. I think that the Brewers can do some serious damage against this Mets team, um, especially from what I've been seeing online, like on Twitter and social media and stuff. Mets fans are not happy. Uh, I can tell you that. And I, I think the Brewers definitely have, um, you know, a good chance to take 
possibly all four, if not three out of four. Um, looking at the pitching matchups, we have Julio Tehran on the mound today. And then tomorrow we got Wade Miley. And then Thursday it is Adrian Hauser against Scherzer. I mean, obviously Scherzer is one of the best pitchers in baseball as well. So you obviously have to be careful about that. But Kodai Senga and uh, David Peterson are not pitchers you necessarily have to be worried about. So, yeah, I definitely think the Brewers can have some some serious success against this Mets team. And then hopefully they can carry that momentum into, you know, this this absolute gauntlet of NL Central opponents uh, heading into July and then into July. So, yeah, I feel like this is almost a, a must win for them. You know, it's I think we talk a lot about must wins within the Central. Rightfully so. Anytime you play and really anyone in the Central is a must win, right? especially the way the division looks this year. But if you've got four games against the Mets who are, you know, like it's very well known that they're struggling, right? They're three of their last – they're three and seven in their last ten games. And so if you can go into New York, get three out of four against a team like that, build momentum at a point now where the Pirates are struggling. They've won one of their last 10 games. The Reds, they're on fire. So you kind of want to – you have to win these winnable games to both keep up with teams that are streaking and gap yourself while you can when teams in the division are struggling. And if you can get that confidence up, going to this huge – yeah, huge stretch of games against the Central, they basically play – so they finish off the Mets, they go to the Pirates the last day of June, into July. Obviously, the All-Star break is in there, but the next time, the first time they the first game they don't play a team from the Central is July 18th. So they play the Reds a ton. They play the Reds before the All-Star break and after they play the Cubs, who have been playing well as of late. So yeah, this is uh this Mets series is huge for them, I think, at this point of the season. Definitely. And, you know, coming up, uh, one thing I like to touch on, not sure if it matters a ton, but, you know, in the in these next stretch of uh, Central games, we do have three nationally televised games. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm not sure if they're – um if necessarily that does anything to the players, you know, morale or makes them, uh, you know – dial in a little bit more just because they know they have more eyes on them. But looking at the pitching matchups against that Pirate series, you know, I think we have really good matchups. Freddie Peralta's on the mound. Uh, Corbin Burns is on the mound. And then, you know, Colin Rea, if he can keep up that that good momentum, um, maybe put out another great start. And then, yeah, I mean, that, that Cubs series, again, going to be difficult. Um, you know, they're always, always, you know, kind of that, like, thorn in your side opponent you know it's the Cubs it's the Brewers it's the rivalry um so yeah I mean that they that could be an interesting series um definitely coming back home for that you know long stretch against both the Cubs and the Reds uh I think is going to be good for us but yeah definitely bringing that momentum home with us especially if we can get a series win against the Mets and the Pirates and then you know come back to um American family field for that long stretch. I think the Brewers could find some serious success, especially 
with uh, just looking at these pitching matchups against the Central, I think, you know, I think the, the Brewers definitely could uh, go on a little little bit of a run here. Um, you, you brought up the Reds streaking. I actually think that series is going to be probably the most important for them uh, of this stretch, you know, just being able to kind of catch up to that series uh, series leader or the uh, division leader. And so, you know, I, I definitely think we can catch the Reds. I don't think the Reds are like a world-beating team. Um, and I think, you know, at, at some point they might slow down. But, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think the Brewers have, a you know, still a good chance to make the playoffs, still a good chance to win the division. You're just going to have to, you know, get momentum and keep carrying it. Yeah, I mean, the Reds, the Reds are similar in the way that the Brewers are. They're young. You know, they've got Ellie De La Cruz, who's, you know, he's been on fire since he's been back or since he's been called up. He's just kind of been that lightning rod for them. But, you know, he's young. He's, you know, he's he's just just called up. So you don't know if that will carry on throughout the season. But, yeah, as guys like Christian Yellow kind of get hot, Willie Downs maybe finds his swing a bit. Jesse Winker, he hit a home run. So maybe if he can – you know, improve at the plate. Just guys like that just continue to get better and just kind of build off some of the success. Yeah, I think it's a, I think we got a really good chance to do something, do something big before the All Star break and you know have some success. But that will be again. Definitely, I also think this stretch of games is going to be important for just the Brewers front office as well, seeing where the team is at. Um, entering you know that trade deadline uh you know area i mean we're com- we're 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 coming up to the all-star break but the trade deadline is not too far away either and that's where you see a lot of player movement start happening um it seems like the brewers may be in the market to make a move but there there's also you know the chance that they just stand pat especially with you know the ownership not wanting to spend a lot of money um but i think you know this this definitely could be kind of like a gauge to see you know where the team is at especially against this long stretch of central opponents to see if there's any specific places on the team we need to improve or, you know, are we just going to kind of ride with the team we have right now? Yeah, I, I hope they they target a bat. You know, I think that's – because really, I, I think just the way the central is, they're always going to be in that. Unless they hit, hit a huge losing streak, I still think – I mean, even the Cardinals, right, they're one of the worst teams in the league. They're eight and a half games out. They could go hot, get hot, have a similar 12-game win streak like the Reds or a long win streak, and you're right back in it. So it doesn't – if you have a bad week or two, a good two weeks will put you right in the hunt in the Central. So hopefully, you know, they're one of the worst hitting teams in the league. I hope that the Brewers can try and find a bat at this – at the at the deadline and, you know, they'll have some success going to the All-Star break to, to contend for the, the division. Definitely. Well, you know, I think I think that's going to be it for today's episode of Crew Talk. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Crew Talk FFSN, and make sure you leave a like, download, subscribe. Uh, you know, we love hearing your feedback. So, let's go Brewers! Go Brewers!